This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Coming up. Do I have to do everything? Do I have to run prep? Why can't they do that? <laughs> what? It winds me up so really much. Just, you just went from like zero to a hundred. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Hi. Happy Pride Month. Is it still Pride Month? Your mic's just went off. That's because it's Pride Month. Oh. oh there you oh, go. You're oh. back. Pride Month's over. Welcome to a Gay and a Non-Gay. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I'm James and I'm gay and he's Dan and he's not gay. It's non-gay. Why do you say that all the time? It's non-gay. You're but ruining the saying... entire premise of the. I know it's been annoying me for weeks. You're ruining the premise of the podcast. The idea is that okay. by saying you're non-gay, gay is the default. I've been saying the same thing for like seven years. So I'm no, just you haven't. Like well, so stop aging us. I don't like it when you tell people we've been doing this for seven why years. Don't, why? Because it makes us sound older. No, it doesn't. That's your issue. I like it being new and, oh my God, you do a podcast. Tell me about it. Oh yeah, yeah, we just started doing it. No, it actually doesn't. It's just the opposite of that. It sounds like you're a bunch of Whereas if you say, oh, we've been doing it for seven years and people sort of do the maths in their head and they go, oh, that was before everybody else started doing it. I... It doesn't say by saying we've been doing it for seven years that we were old when we started seven years okay. ago. We could have started it when we were 10. Fine. Welcome to Again and On Gay. We're going to talk about Pride today. Yes. I want to talk to you about... Pride in London and also LA Pride. So previously on the podcast, you, you were avoiding all prides because, uh, well, I think you said you sat with everyone that was going to be there. <laughs> That's your words, not mine. So have you sat that off? Yeah. Yeah. I am avoiding various different pride events this summer. I don't want to bump into any exes. I yeah. just can't, I can't do it. So right. going away instead. James has been in LA and I quote, I just got spanked at La Pride. No. At, at <laughs> LA Pride, sorry. <laughs> La Pride. <laughs> um, yeah, I got spanked. There was someone there spanking people with like whips and stuff. Right. And so she, she, they spanked me. Isn't that the kind of thing you do all the time? What do you mean? Isn't that the kind of thing you do all the time? Again, what do you mean? You're always saying, oh, I mean, gay saunas, this, that, and the other. Isn't that the kind of thing that goes on all the time? What, being whipped? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. You, you sit around in the jacuzzi. You chill out, you get a drink, maybe sit by the bar, drop your towel, right. sit in a sauna or a steam room, but you're not getting spanked. Who's sp- I do don't you think know. people are just like spanking people? Well, I don't know. Someone was winging on your face in in Berlin. Is that not the kind of thing uh, that goes just on Just to fact check you, they ran out of wee, <laughs> right, so on. they didn't wee on my face. Right. You just say it like it's normal. Like every time you go in a sex club, people are spanking each other. Are they not? No. This was crazy, Dan. It was like people were queuing to be spanked. There was a queue of people yeah. waiting to be spanked. And it was wild. And I've never experienced anything like that. Like, I honestly all the thought prize. that was... I'm not interested in that, but I honestly thought that was quite normal. I don't understand why you need to say, I'm not interested in that. Why does that matter? It just feels unnecessary. Well, no, I'm providing the context, which is that I don't know for a fact because I've never seen it with my own eyes. But what? from what I understand... Just because I'm gay, I know about it. Like, what? I don't need... I don't know about it either. I've never been spanked. It's giving... Oh, you're gay. I'm not gay. But, like, it's okay if you are. That's what this conversation no, is. No, it's not giving that. As I giving. said, I'm just giving the context, which is that, like, I wouldn't know. Right. And it's not because I'm straight or gay. I just wouldn't know. Clearly, I don't know because, I, again, I thought it was more common than... I don't think so. And okay. anyway, they were spanking loads of people. It was so funny. I've got a video of it. 
It's, right. it's hilarious. I'm being spanked. I also had a ride in a horse-drawn carriage, but it was, a, uh, I assume, a man dressed as a horse, in like a gimp, as a gimp horse, right. like pulling this carriage. So I felt like a princess. And this was the craziest thing. And this is probably more for you than me, but there was a tent where two women raced each other to orgasm. They literally sat in front of an audience of people, maybe like 50 people, and both of them sat on what can only be described as an industrial-sized vibrator that looked kind of like a lawnmower. And they both sat on one, and then they switched them on, and the entire audience watched these two women orgasm. So for the first time in my life, I saw an orgasm. The facial expressions were like, wow. I feel like I'm going white. How would they differ from it? It looked like they were enjoying it more. Okay. Than I've seen a guy ever enjoy an orgasm. So I think women maybe have a better time if they can get there. Do you agree? <laughs> I, I've no idea. I've never seen a man. No, well, you've seen yourself. Well, no, I, ha- I haven't really. Why would I have done that? Well, I'm not suggesting you've looked in the mirror, but would you not have had a look? Would you not have felt? Have you not been with a woman and thought she's enjoying this way more than I am? Uh, no. I feel really uncomfortable. Why? Talking about, I don't know. It's just not. I'm out of my comfort zone. Is this how you feel on the podcast all the time? <laughs> It was I, just so strange. Apart from the fact that it's an audience of people watching yeah. two women orgasm, that just feels wrong. Obviously, consent in the room yeah. was, was very much there. And no one was filming or anything. But it was wild. I don't really know what to say. Because when you text me that, I didn't I honestly, and I still don't really understand how that would be different from anything you've experienced before. Well, it was the first time I got spanked. So that's surprising to me. Yeah, like I laid down, ass up, and like, then I got so whipped. In all the times you've had sex, you've never had a bloke like spank you or whatever. Well, I guess so, but this was with a full whip. Right. Like this was whip. Okay. It was whip me nay nay. And how did how does <laughs> and was fe- it was it fun? It felt okay. My friend then had a go, but unfortunately that they used a harder whip and they ended up with a, a massive red raw bruise on their bum right. which lasted them for like a week i didn't have anything okay i was mine was pretty light so i had i had a good experience i also have been surprised yeah but no don't let dan do that by the way if you're listening to this that, oh, he's such a good ally why because you, you didn't actually okay tell us what you did well no you tell me what you think well, I did. you went to march in the parade yeah with the alternative queers who are the alternative queers isn't that what they're called no what are they called they're called queer alternative Right, same thing. Um, well, it's literally the other way around. And yeah. um, anyway, you didn't actually march with them. No, but I said from the, from the outset that I had to leave at X time. Let's rewind. We did a documentary called Sashay to Hell, right? I, you mention it every week, so yeah. I'm pretty sure people know about it. Well, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Uh, it's on iPlayer if you're, in the BB, if you're in the BBC. Also, if you're in the UK, generally, you can watch it. There's a guy on that called Dean who features, he's a disabled gay guy. <laughs> It's day three at Bloodstock. I'm basically done at this point, but I found a gay. He emailed me saying, oh, my boyfriend or my ex-boyfriend or something has set up this charity called Queer Alternative. We're marching in Pride in London. Do you want to come down? It's because they're a metal group, right? Like, so, I mean, the clues in the title, not really. really but... Not really. Like, Dean's a big metal fan. You're into metal, and that's the reason you were marching. Yeah, so it's full of, like, people who identify as being, like, alternatives. So, rock and metal fans yeah. and goths and this, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goth pride. I mean, I, yeah, possibly. I went to London t- to march, and the, the time, unlike your start time, right, was, like, 11 o'clock or something. Yeah. Ours was three, and I had to be at Wembley for six. So, I was, what like... What was happening in Wembley? I was going to see Motley Crue. Oh, right. So, by the time we got... Yeah. Onto the street, and we're about to start marching. Nobody had a bloody clue what was going on. I waited about three hours before we started marching, and then we marched. Okay, well, I didn't have three hours. So I left 
I, I said to Dean and everyone that I could speak to, including the woman who organised it, so I've got to go. She did say, maybe turn up earlier next time. Yeah, well, I agree. <laughs> and also, the um, Pride in London tagline this year was never march alone. Right. And literally, you, well, I, you defied that and left them to march alone. So, well, well done. I, you I did took, really well. I had to, oh, I was, by, I was there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> to get a tube. To go to, to Wembley, yeah. Right. Okay. Gosh, how awful for you. Well, it was quite awful, actually. Um, this is up there with you eating a sandwich at Black Lives Matter. Because I said from the outset, I'm gonna, I have to go to see... I have it doesn't to, matter. You can't does. just say that from the outset. Yeah, I can. It was funny anyway, because the reason it was so delayed and pushed back, I think, is because, well, A, there were more than ever... There were so many people marching. But also, yeah. Just Stop Oil decided to protest Coca-Cola and Pride in London. Right. So there was a bit of a, a delay because of that. As you can see, there is now a very angry exchange between the Just Stop Oil protesters and people in Pride who want their protest to continue all the way on to Whitehall. That doesn't look like it's going to be happening any time soon. And, right. Oh my God, the, the tweets that the gay people that were up in arms with Just Stop Oil taking action right. was unbelievable. And I, I'm probably going to shock a few people, but I'm sort of with Just Stop Oil here. And loads of people were piling on me because i tweeted just stop oil saying fair enough because they they basically said that pride in london had and we've seen this a few times i think it's called pride washing or pink washing where companies that are taking money from gas and oil firms who are obviously destroying the planet are seemingly allowed to just continue doing so because they support or they're they're for a good cause right and then oh, I, I'm so confused by this because it's really difficult to get my head around. It's not difficult. If you're not in the UK, you might not, you might not be across this, but they're turning up to various events and disrupting them. Yes. Be it the Grand National, the Wimbledon. The Chelsea Flower Show. You name it. So they turned up at Pride, basically. Yeah. Now, I, th I actually think they're hilarious, which is probably a really terrible opinion. But yeah. I think it's so funny how up in arms everyone is about it. And you see all these people saying, oh, you, this isn't the way to get people on side. You're, you're turning people against the argument. Sorry, how is someone turning up and throwing some orange food coloring on the floor, destroying the quite clear argument that the planet is going to kill us all at some point? That's not really an argument there, is there? We should all be on side with the message. There is an argument there. Like, there's not no argument there. But what's the argument? Well, pride is... You're taking the piss out of pride, basically. But they're not, though, are they? Just Stop Oil called on Pride in London to make a statement condemning new oil, gas and coal, right? And they said yeah. if they fail to take those basic steps necessary to protect our community, because this was written by queer people, they would consider potential escalations. And the escalation, quite rightly, was not to protest Pride in London as a whole, which they could easily have done, but they decided to protest the Coca-Cola float yeah. at Pride in London. Yeah. Now, I'm completely with that. I mean, ultimately, our Coca-Cola particularly good for our community anyway i don't know what well, they turn up to pride yeah but th what does that mean everyone turns up to pride <laughs> budweiser turn up to pride and sponsor dylan mulvaney and then drop dylan yeah. as soon as there's a, the whiff of transphobia does that mean they're an ally and that they deserve to be exempt from being called out for their for the money that they're taking and giving to gas and oil companies no not no. at all and so i don't think it's offensive at all but so many gay people were just like how dare you protest pride this isn't about you this is about us and lgbtq plus people and yeah. obviously it's nuanced and there's part of this parts of this argument i'll be wrong on and i'm happy to be but i guess my basic thought on it is that yes 
without a planet, there won't be gay people. Yeah. And they're right when they say marginalized communities are the first ones to suffer yeah. in any kind of crisis. So really climate change is something that all queer people need to be yeah. thinking about and across. Yeah. In terms of pride specifically, it's a protest. Surely it's okay for someone to protest it. They're not protesting our rights. They're protesting yeah. gay people taking money from gas and oil companies who are destroying the planet. And I... We are allowed to stand against that if we want to. But one of the arguments I kept getting online was that the police had arrested these just at oil protesters, right? And so this gay that followed me was like, now I'm seeing arguments from the right saying, oh, just because Just Stop Oil protested the gays, they're arrested. But when it's Wimbledon, they're not. Almost concerned that it makes us look worse now that we're protected. I, I don't really understand the mentality of that. But I guess what these people are trying to say is that now it makes us all look bad. And again, we discussed this the other week about yeah. Philip Schofield. We don't all look bad <laughs> because four queer people laid down in front of a Coca-Cola truck with no. some orange paint. Yeah. Are you for real? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Go and protest Kevin Spacey if you're worried about us all looking bad. Yeah. It's crazy the, the, the way we are so nervous of our message being destroyed by the actions of one or two or three people within our community. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. We do not have one message. That would be crazy. Yeah. We, we all have different ideas and different thoughts and different things to protest and that's completely fine. So yeah, what am I doing about the planet? I'm supporting their movement. I'm going <laughs> to donate some money to them. Are you really? Yeah, okay. I think they're hilarious. You don't think they're hilarious? Did you see them at Wimbledon? Yeah. It's so funny. They stopped play for like three minutes by throwing some orange ticker tape and everyone's booing. Yeah. Those clips will be shown in TV shows, documentaries yeah, yeah, in 50, 100 years time. Yeah, yeah. And our, our future siblings will look at that and they will cry at how disgusting their ancestors were yeah. towards their future yeah. it is disgusting i do agree with that actually. i find it repulsive it gives me the shivers actually i think it is so grotesque and ignorant to behave like that i do agree although if it was your thing they were disrupting you might feel slightly i don't think it. i would actually if i was in traffic trying to get somewhere and they pulled up in front of me i would join them <laughs> i would and then the police would arrest me and I'd be like, well, you can't actually, if, unless you want to take my car key. There's a certain irony to what? that, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, you were probably, in that situation, you're probably making an unnecessary car journey, which well, is... Maybe, the, maybe. And you know, it's not lost on me that we were just talking about LA Pride and how I've just got back from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't worry, I know. Mm. I'm very aware of it. Or maybe you'd say it's worse that I'm taking flights. But what I'm not doing is booing them. Yeah, I, ag I agree. And I do think this discourse about like, oh, they're ruining the message. I don't think they are actually at all. I really don't. Because people are talking about it constantly. And I think that's they're highlighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People obviously said this about the suffragettes. People obviously said this about the civil rights movement in, in America. Yeah. And I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. <laughs> None of that's aged well. It's easy for me to say that because I'm about, literally about to fly to New York. But then I didn't move to New York. So you're blaming your girlfriend for well, your carbon I, footprint. What am I supposed to fucking do? Uh, you don't need to blame anyone. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's not... Right, it's a much I, weaker argument to defend it, if I'm honest, Dan. You don't need to defend well, it. You know it's bad. That's why you're trying to defend it. And it is bad. And that's fine. It's fine to admit that and still do bad things. Because it's not really... We know one person doesn't change everything. Tell Martin Luther King that. I don't know him. 
Well, he's one person that changed. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's not here anymore. Well, uh, well, okay. So what are you trying? Well, to say? one person can change any of it, can't they? That's what I'm saying. Fine, we're both terrible people, right? Is that is that how we want to think of it? Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's really difficult to wrestle with it. Yeah, with that argument, like, oh, I, I don't, you know, I support just stop oil or another environmental pressure group. And then also get on a plane. That is bad. Pops. Well, I guess we all we all draw our, our lines in the sand on different beaches, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But it's true, right? Yeah. Like, I don't drink cow's milk. That's a line I've drawn. But, yeah. Uh, mostly because it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, they rape cows so they can get milk from the mums. Yeah. And then they take the children away. But that's the bit that upsets me, the fact that they take the children away. Right. So I stopped drinking cow's milk because of that. But I'll still eat a cow. I mean, yeah. equally, I don't, I don't buy anything from Nestle. I really, really try not to because I just find them particularly egregious. But yes, I will do other things. Well, this is it. No one is perfect. <laughs> so. I think we'll probably have to just get Matthew Todd back on to discuss this further. I think my, Matthew Todd is, is amazing. Uh, if you don't know Matthew Todd, he wrote Straight Jacket. Yeah, he's been which on is our amazing. Pod- he's been on our podcast. He's incredible. And he's really turned his activism towards climate change. Yes. I don't and he's know. seen a significant drop in social engagement since he did so. Right. Which I'm I sure. think is very alarming. Yeah. Um, I guess people just don't want to don't want to see it. And I'm, partly I'm a bit scared to get him back on. Because don't look up, right? I just, yeah, yeah. Why are you scared? <laughs> well, because it'll be utterly depressing, won't it? Is it depressing to know one's fate? I think if you know your fate, you can change it. And that's the issue, right? Yeah. We all know our fate and no one's doing anything about yeah. it. Yeah. And unfortunately, we are in a system where it's our leaders that are meant to do something about yeah, these yeah, things yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. not doing anything about yeah, it because yeah, they're yeah. still taking money from gas and oil firms and drilling and fracking and all this shit. Yeah. So that's why I'm sort of with Just Stop Oil whilst also getting on a plane because yes, if I don't get on a plane, sure, that's one ticket not sold, but that doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Not really. Not the a big enough... The plane's going anyway. Not a big enough difference to change anything. This plastic bag tax that we have here pisses me off. Why am I why? paying 25p for a plastic bag? We're not saving the planet by not using plastic bags. I disagree because ever, t- ever since they stopped giving out free plastic bags, you see a lot less plastic bags like on the street and in rivers. I think that was a really good thing. Similarly with like Waitrose saying like you can't use a coffee cup, you have to bring your own. I don't know why Pratt and Starbucks tomorrow, this afternoon, within the next hour, they could go, you've got to bring your own cup. And if you don't have one, you have to buy one for £2. Do I have to do everything? Do I have to run Pratt? Why can't they do that? <laughs> what? That it, it winds me up that so really much. Just, you just went from like zero to a hundred. They could do that tomorrow if they really um, wanted to. I don't know, but I... And it would be great PR for them. But because I do even know... the bad PR is good PR for them. It's, it's insane that they wouldn't do that. Yeah, but again, I don't think that's the biggest problem. It's up there. It would be a bloody good start, wouldn't it? You're right. I'm not disagreeing with you. But the biggest problem is the way money's moving around yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that our leaders aren't doing fucking shit about it they'll they might do something about it if pratt were like guys As, no they wouldn't give a shit they, they don't care they would re- it would make the government look really bad if pratt were like guys we're not doing and then what will they do they'll tax them well good no <laughs> it's, it doesn't it's not as simple as that is it i actually think it is simple i really do like, but the, how? the government tomorrow could be like we're gonna drop the prices of public transport in my opinion getting on a bus or a train should be the, yeah, the but... default and the obvious and it'll be so easy to sort if, if you make it so much cheaper for everybody to get public transport so that you, w- you don't even think about getting in your car but the government want people to have cars well they're gonna have to knock that on the head means they make loads of money from tax petrol well it will be a start so i support <laughs> just stop oil and what they're doing because they're <laughs> they're trying to tell the government yeah to do something and they're not doing it and so i'm fully with them did you see these people did you see this i didn't but i would have cheered them but i mean coca-cola it's not exactly this it's not exactly the bastion of if just stop had laid down in front of 
a charity like Stonewall, I would have thought that was really wrong. Yeah, well, I guess that's slightly parallel with the turfs that turned up at Pride in London a few years ago. Of course, right? so it, that's obviously awful because they're protesting human rights. But just the oil are protesting oil and gas money Coca-Cola and rights. Coca-Cola rights. Yeah. But, I mean, girl, let's calm down. Yeah. I want to just read this from James Grieg, who wrote in The Guardian, saying the climate crisis and the oppression of LGBTQ plus people are inextricable, not simply due to the intersectionality of the way the companies that make money from gas and oil also fund right-wing hate groups, but also because they're rooted in the same ideologies and facilitated by the same people. Pride should be about marching hand-in-hand against those common enemies. And those two things are the same enemy. How many summers like this one do you imagine that we can expect? Well, I would say this, we don't have long.